Hey everybody, this is Keegan Scott, the owner of the Magic Skull Bus and the 2019 Flog Champion, and you're listening to the Flogcast Network. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back. Yes, this is Jay Ruff in the house. This is the Flogcast Network. Thanks for returning. Uh, it's going to be a great episode today. I know, I know I say that every day, but today is finally the wide receiver rankings day. going to be a glorious day. I love this topic, and I'm joined by my man TC in the house. And Cali, how's it going, TC? TC is in the house, as you already said, and it's going pretty good considering, uh, you know, what's going on in the world. But here I am, here we are to have a little fun, talk about fantasy football and our wide receiver rankings. Heck, I mean, yeah, I mean, you're bright and early today, dedication, waking up, and boom, talking about some fantasy football. Are you you maybe drinking a cup of Joe, or are you uh, drinking a cup of Joe kind of guy? No, I just drink water, you know. Ah, That's all I need. All I need to get it going. You're boring. <laughs> uh, well, hopefully it's a nice cup of ice cold water, TC. Get you going. It's a, it's a glorious day. It's a glorious day to talk about some fantasy football. Like you said, um, it, you know, the, the world is a little uh, big old question mark on the world right now. But believe it or not, sports are starting to uh, emerge a little bit. Um, you know, when it comes to baseball started, uh, last week, ba- uh, basketball is doing the restart this week. Hopefully, it still continues. I uh, just, you know, got word from the, you know, the Florida Marlins that they had some cases. Uh, but you know, as of right now, it's still going on. Hopefully, we have a football year. Um, as of right now, we we're, that's our plan. So we're, we're going to keep doing this and uh, talk about our wide receiver rankings. Now, TC, just going on your team. You have one of the best wide receivers on your team, and one of the best, <laughs> one of the best running backs on your team. I'm just gonna stop you right there, Mister Ruff. I have the best running back, the best, okay, the best wide receiver on my team. You do, you yeah, do. I'm so I'm gonna start my ranking off number one, Mister Michael Thomas. Okay, you're skipping right to number one. Okay, that's a little bit of shocker there, but uh, <laughs> can uh, you blame I mean, me? No, no, absolutely not. Um, like I said, he is on your team. Um, you, you've drafted him a couple years ago now, and he, he's emerged to be one of the best. And um, so, yeah, number one, <laughs> Michael Thomas. <laughs> he had a he had a great year. TC, how do you feel about Michael Thomas? Can he can he repeat that year? Yeah, because I mean, he's got such a good connection with Drew Brees, and and he he's got what well, he's got thirty two point five target share. I mean, that's going to be hard to repeat. He just right. was. He was getting so much volume, just every every game, just Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas. And you know what? Like, I love it. I freaking love it. 149 receptions for a single-season reception record. Like, come on now. That's that's fantastic. And you got to think that, you know, after, like, the debacles and the playoffs that the Saints have had the last few years that – you know, they're they're coming in hungry. But, you know, it's always a question mark right now, especially with, uh, you know, like what you were just talking about, the Marlins um, for the football or for the baseball um, season kind of getting started late. And then you're having all the this this COVID come back in and games are going to have to stop. So it kind of I, I, I can't say that he will repeat based off of those numbers for a regular season. But if he went by percentage wise, I think he's going to be the top, you know, the top dog based off of that. 
Um, I mean, yeah, hands down. Uh, like you said, very good connection when it when it comes with this quarterback and Drew Brees. Uh, I mean, he was he's fresh off a you know a record breaking year with like you said uh, a single season record of receptions, 149. That's crazy. Uh, that that is just a crazy stat there and nine touchdowns. Um, just a great guy to have on your team and like you like I said, uh, uh, him jumping on with your team that with <laughs> Kamara and McCaffrey. That that is a dangerous lineup. Um, the best wide receiver, the best running back. Um, it, it's crazy. It's crazy lineup. You know, in, in if people are new to our league and don't know really much about uh, how you got those guys, and you didn't even get last to get those guys. Yeah, I mean, you kind of got lucky, TC. You can call it luck if you want. I'm gonna call it skill mixed with a little splash of luck because. You guys had the chance to take him, too. You know, honestly, it was so long ago that I drafted Michael Thomas that I think it was just like a late first round, and I just went for a rookie. Or I'm Honestly, I don't remember. I really I, I, I have to look in the history of the fog. Yeah. I can't really remember exactly um, who's all drafted before you picked up Michael Thomas. I know with McCaffrey. McCaffrey. Uh, you, yeah, we talked about it a little bit last episode, Q. Or, Quentin picked uh, up Fournette. Because right. he was the first draft pick overall, and and I was in it was my first draft being in California, so it was my first Zoom draft mm. or my first Skype draft with you guys. And Blunt was really biting his nails, and he said, "I'm gonna go with Fortnite," and I'm like, "That that sold it for me." Right I mean, heck, I I gotta be honest with you, TC. I kind of at that time, of course, you know, big question mark when it came to Christian McCaffrey. But at that time, I thought you picked up Christian McCaffrey too early. Yeah, everybody, um, everybody except Blunt was like calling me an idiot. Blunt, Blunt was the only one that looked at the camera and he said, "Dude, I like that pick, TC. I like that pick." And now, now it's all just laughter from me. That's all. I well, I mean, say. yeah, I mean, he he is a, he he was a rookie at that time, and I was thinking about picking him up in the second or third round. I thought it was way too early in, the, in the, your very first number one pick picking him up. <laughs> Um, but it was a great genius move. And like I said, I'll go into history and see where, where you picked up Michael Thomas. Um, I think it was a guy also, uh, you didn't pick him up as a rookie. I don't believe, um, I think he was maybe starting his second year and That's you really believed in that. Yeah. I think that's the second year jump that step forward to being a great guy. And you definitely <laughs> hit a home run when it came up picking up Michael Thomas. Uh, so, Hands down, both of our list, Michael Thomas is number one. Yeah, if he's not your number one this year, then you need to stop playing and just go work on picking weeds in your garden. <laughs> I mean, I mean, picking weeds in the garden is pretty fun, but um, I, I agree with you. It, it is a thing where, you know, Michael Thomas has got to be up there. I mean, he's he's definitely a slam dunk pick. When If you're looking at the number uh, uh, first wide receiver to pick up, you know, he is the guy. Uh, hands down, he is the guy that you want, your number one wide receiver. All right. So, you you know, you, you threw that number one right out, right off the bat, TC. What do you got number two on your list on wide receiver ranks? So, if I'm going to go for somebody who's going to have the better year over somebody who I think is the better player, that's, a little, that's where it gets a little murky. Um we're looking at, yeah, so we're looking at, you know, who you think is going to be the best finishing this year out. So, 
Who do you think is going to have oh, a better year? Pretty much. So I, I honestly am looking at these two guys, and th- th- there's obvious reasons that they're two and three. Um, but the, my number two is going to go more for um, – uh, I'm going from a consistent point of view on the best team point of view with the best quarterback point of view. I'm going to have to go Tyreek Hill. I'm going to catch some slack. Holy moly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like him, though. He's He just – and he was injured a little bit last year, so he couldn't play his whole. He couldn't play the whole year, um, but but I like where they're coming from because they're just coming off a Super Bowl win. Mahomes just got the biggest sports deal in history. I think Tyreek's hungry to to stay with Mahomes as long as he can. He's so fast; he catches everything. They've got such a good connection, and it's just that consistency that when these two guys are on the field, magic happens every game, and that's why Tyreek is my number two. Now, if I'm going to go, like, um, if, if I could pick another player to be in his position and have had that consistency and that connection, of course I could, uh, I could pick a different wide receiver who's going to have a better skill set. But based on the people around him, based on their team, based on what I've seen and the consistency of, of just the Chiefs play, I have to pick Tyreek. I think he's going to finish at least number two in wide receiver this year. I mean, heck, I, I mean, I – I do believe, TC, I do believe that he is the top five guy. Hands down, top uh, five wide receiver in the league. Um, I think that he might be going a little bit too (laughs) high when it comes to number two. Uh, I think number three may be the highest for me. Um, I I do not have a number two. I do not have a number three. With with the Tariq Hill, uh, I actually have him number five. Um, and the main reason why I put them all the way back to to my fifth spot is like they're so you know believe me he's gonna get his he's gonna get his targets he's gonna get his attention he is by far the number one wide receiver one on that team uh, and you got the great Mahomes passing the ball of course but like I've said in multiple episodes before TC there's so many weapons on that Chiefs team there's so many weapons you're not you wrong know, when it comes to McCarmon uh, um, uh, What's his name? Michael Hardman. Yeah, and then you got uh, Sammy Watkins. And don't forget about the new rookie coming in behind the backfield. There's so many guys, and, and of course, Travis Kelsey. There's so many weapons out there where uh, it's it's tough to put him that high in number two. Yeah, uh, you're not wrong. You know, when it comes to, like, uh, like uh, Julio Jones, Devontae Thomas. Yeah, uh, they're the only the, person that's Adams. on that team that's getting all the target share. I get that, too. Right, right. I mean, what, you know, believe me. Tariq Hill, number one dude. All right, number two is is too high for me to put Tariq Hill number uh, number two, mainly because not bashing his talent, but mainly because there's in that team is so talented, so many options, so many targets. Um, Which I don't makes think him his numbers will the get perfect die. person on that. Yeah, team poss- yeah, possibly to get that high up because he's so good because he's got so much talent around him, and he's just phew, what just happened? We blinked and Tyreek ran past us all, and oh shit. The dude with a laser cannon for an arm just threw him a fifty-yard bomb, and they do that right. every single game. Like, I mean, I don't see yeah, him dude, getting. I don't see him getting under, you know, uh, under eighty yards a game for a while. You know, it's yeah. Just, I mean, the, the dude is not slow. TC is not a slow man. He's very quick, and he's and... really good at extending the plays, coming back to the ball. He's really good at crossing the field, going to places he wasn't because he's covered, or they think the ball's going somewhere else. It's like that. It's almost like a garbage time of each play. He and Mahomes mm. can extend it so well. 
So. The dude is—he's very, very talented. Of course, he missed four games that you know, of course, got him under uh, one thousand yards. And he'll—he'll he'll by far, if he stays healthy, um, he'll get over a thousand yards. He had seven touchdowns missing those four games too, so that's very impressive. Um, I see him uh, getting more than seven touchdowns this year, and maybe even, I mean, of course, more than thousand yards. I see him maybe eleven hundred if he again, if he stays healthy. I mean, of course, he's gonna get his his his. His targets in, yeah. But I, I just that's the reason why I had him number five instead of you know you, being brave and having number two. Marks, I get it. Right, right. I mean, with my number two, I have Devonte Adams. Um, I think uh, you know it's very close with these other guys. Devonte Adams is you know again, uh, he's by far the number one target, you know, in uh, with for uh, Rodgers. In Green Bay, and I do believe that um, Adams is he had a, he had a pretty good year last year. You know, not getting uh, a little. I mean, he's a little bit uh, short from a thousand yards, uh, but Devontae Adams is his his upside is extremely high. Um, I think is the guy that you know is going to be seeing his targets, and he's definitely a dude that's going to finish in the top three. Is my my personal opinion? You know, I don't even think he'll finish top three. He's not. He's not my number three. He's not my number two. Um, Devontae's my number five actually because I, I I don't think of it that he's not a good enough player. I don't think that um, Rogers is the same Rogers. He's kind of on a decline, or maybe he's gonna bounce back. Maybe he might. Um, yeah. But but I also like feel like there's this this thing about Rogers that's like slowly coming out of the word woodwork where where people don't like playing with him, you know, or, mm-hmm. or something of, of that nature. Um, I feel like there's kind of this uh, misconnect with – because he's such – because he's, you know, like, I don't know, like he's just so talented of a guy. And when he had Mike McCarthy, they, they had – a lot of times they had to just lean on Aaron Rodgers, and I think Rodgers liked that. But now when you have uh, – with their new coach now, I feel like there might be this, this little bit of rift where the head coach wants to be the top dog, but it's kind of – Aaron Rodgers show and so they have this disconnect and there's this rift between them that kind of pulls that energy apart so I'm thinking that Rodgers isn't going to be the Rodgers we've come to know and love which is kind of what he was last year he's kind of he had a really down year last year um so I think that if if they can't fix that if they can't fix egos and and that culture uh for Green Bay that I don't think that Rodgers will be as good as he is, which is going to kind of, and if he's trying to, if he's trying to be who he was, he's going to bring that team down a little bit because of his ego, in my opinion. So that's why I have Devontae Adams ranked number five, because I think, Mm. I think this theatrics, the around the, uh, around the team is what is going to affect them more than just pure skill, pure talent, uh, who can catch the ball, us just going out there and doing their job. So we, we switched you know, in our list, TC, we switched our two and five. Uh, I mean, with with Devontae Adams, he he also missed four games last year, um, and he had 997 yards. Um, and Hill missed four games last year with 860 yards. Um, I you know I just I mean it, it's not mind blowing that those two are switched. Like I said, Tyreek Hill can definitely get up there, but I just think there's so much talent, uh, more talent in in the chiefs than with the green Bay. So, um, no, I'm blowing that those, that we switched those two. I think <laughs> no, I like Adams more than I like Hill. Of course, that's why he's number two. 
I mean, I wouldn't be brave to put Hill like you were and put him number two. If I but you're just Adams, a brave dude. Yeah, you know, if I could put Adams on the Chiefs, the Chiefs, he would have a better year than Tyreek could. If like you could put Adams in the situation where Tyreek is and have him had been there from his rookie year, I think he would be better. He's an individually, per, he's individually more skilled than Tyreek Hill. But I'm thinking yeah. that uh, there's a lot more to NFL than just skill. You know, it's it's a mental game just as much as it is, as it is a physical game, and I think that that mental breakdown is what's going to have. It's what's going to hinder their performance. Uh, yeah, absolutely agree with you. All right, who do you got number three? Uh, number three is going to be DeAndre Hopkins. Um, mm. it, I, I, I really feel like he's got a chip on his shoulder right now, and the Cardinals have a really good kind of um, energy about them. But you can't just go off energy because I did that last year based off the Cleveland Browns because there was good hype, and then they ended up sucking the big one. Um, mm. But I just like him because he, he doesn't drop a ball. Um, and if Kyler takes that, that second-year step, that big leap that we all think that he can take, and he's, he's great at extending plays, I think we can see a really good connection. Um, and, and Hopkins gets to play with Fitzgerald. He gets to learn a few things, you know, from, from the old vet. Um, so he's just, he's just a fantastic player that you know is always going to be um, in the end zone. He's always going to get those – get those touchdowns and even though what, what do you have last year he had seven touchdowns not his best you know year but like you said when you had him he had a good year and then he had a down year and you traded him in the down year and then next year he had a good year so I think he had a down year last year I think he's gonna have an up year this year mm-hmm. right I mean so I agree with you. You know, it's weird about with with DeAndre Hopkins uh, lots of people are pushing them back in their rankings this upcoming year because of, you know, the new situation that he's in, not having Watkins throw him the ball, having a new younger quarterback throw him the ball, and him being in a new system. Um, I, I I don't think it's going to slow down Hopkins. I think he, he's going to have uh, a great opportunity to get his numbers up higher. And um, I don't – I am you know, me being an Hopkins, Hopkins owner, T.C., I am not worried about that at all. I do not have him number three. I have him number four. I actually have Julio Jones number three. Now, I'm guessing you have us already knowing you're number five, TC, on your list. I'm guessing you have Julio Jones number four. Yeah, Um, Julio Jones is my number four. Right, which makes sense. Uh, Those two guys, you know, very – uh, high volume kind of guys with Julio Jones. I mean, he is older, 31 years old. Uh, with that, with that, just with Matt Ryan uh, in that pass heavy Atlanta offense, I just, I, that's why I have Julio Jones a little bit more uh, on my list than Hopkins. And again, mainly because of that heavy throwing offense in Atlanta and, you know, with, with, you know, with, the Arizona Cardinals and him being a new team. Yeah. I'm one of those guys that push him back a little bit on the rankings because of that question mark and see, just really see, you know, I think the connection is going to be there uh, with uh, Kyler Murray. Uh, but yeah, with Julio Jones, the dude, you know, dude did work last year, uh, you know, almost a hundred receptions and 1300 yards. Uh, the dude is a freak in the age age thing, you know, with 31, I think that's fine. It's not a factor yet. People think he's older than what he is. I mean, he is 31, but I mean, he's, he's putting up big numbers. And like I've said, multiple, multiple times when you get a great quarterback throwing you the ball, um, good things will happen to that wide receiver. So that's why I have Julio number three, Hopkins number four. Yeah. I, I like Julio. I, I still do. Um, 
I, I, I agree with you because, you know, like you said, that this, it's a pass heavy and he's, he's the top target. He's a big go get him guy. Um, didn't have a whole bunch of touchdowns, but you know, I'm looking at his hundred yard games and he, he had one, two, three, four, five, six hundred yard games. And those are huge. And you get those like, that is just fantastic. Um, and what, mm-hmm. that's what we're looking for. We're just looking for big numbers, more consistency. Um, he had a few games, one, two, three, four, five games under 10 points, which, and he didn't play in week 13, um, and which can be like very frustrating when you have somebody of his caliber uh, right. to not have consistently um, be one of the top four scorers on your team. Um, so that's like my only kind of the question mark around uh, me for him right now is his age and then just the, the, the tidbit of inconsistency that he has shown. Um, so I hope that doesn't extend to this year because I enjoy watching this monster play. Um, but that's why Julio comes in at my number four. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, of course, when it comes to our list, TC, we have the first five guys uh, similar, just a little bit mixed up there. Of course, I had Thomas, Adams, Jones, Hopkins, and Hill. You had Thomas, Hill, Hopkins, Jones, and Adams. Um, so, I mean, top five guys are, are the top five guys that we think. I mean, I don't really – I don't see those guys in the outside of the top five. I think it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty hands down. You know, of course, we'll see what these younger guys coming in um, – if they take that big step, but those, those are five legit wide receivers. Yeah. If you've got them on your team, you're, you're in a happy spot. Now, the only thing I could see is maybe the four or five position falling to six and, right. and maybe one of the six or sevens getting and cracking that top five. And that can have a lot to do with the unpredictable that you don't really know. But if we're Absolutely. going based off a number and um, what we've seen and what we continue to see, then they should be in the top five. Absolutely. And hey, TC, that was a great top five list right there. We're going to take a quick pause and then we'll we'll knock down the rest of the five. All right. Yes, sir. All righty. Be right back. Are you having troubles finding someone you trust to marry you and your loved one? Weddings are a magical experience. Whether you are looking for a dream wedding or a quick legal I do or anything in between, Marry You Now is here for you. Mr. Scott Good offers religious and non-religious services in the Pulaski County and surrounding areas, including most of the state of Indiana. So please go to MarryYouNow.com and Mr. Scott Good will provide the needs for you and your loved ones now. Welcome back. Uh, we just knocked down our top five wide receiver list on the rankings, me and TC. We're going after the, the remaining five. Now, TC, this is when it gets uh, pretty exciting, pretty interesting to see what we rank these remainder uh, lists here in our top five. It, it's, it, you know, it's, in my, on my list, it was pretty difficult nailing it's these tricky. guys down. It's yeah. really tricky right now. Um, because you do have like after after you take that leap from the tier one to tier two, there there's a lot more tier two players that are more evenly ranked. There's not right. as much there's not as big of a gap between their um, their points. Um, so like you said, this is a little dicey. 
Um, but let's get cracking. Who you got Absolutely. for number six, Mr. Ruff? Number six, a uh, newer guy, uh, took a huge step forward last year, um, and now he's got a newer quarterback who's he's one of the best quarterbacks in the nation, in the nation, in the world. And I think you know where I'm going with this. Mr. Chris Godwin is my number six, TC. Yeah, I like Chris Godwin. Um, and dude, dude's a team player. He gave up number, tw- number 12 for Mr. TV. So mm. uh, I, I like your number six. I'm, I'm, the only thing that I have is it's, it's difficult to decide between six and seven is because they play on the same team. Oh, oh man. So just, you know, just because my brain is so awesome. So you have Mike Evans and Chris Godwin, six and seven. They're, they're my toss up. I, I, I want to say Chris Godwin first because, um, he's got, he's, he's the newer player. He's coming out with a little, with more like, I don't know, energy. Um, but Mike Evans had monster games last year. It wasn't as consistent, which is why, which is why I'm going, I'm leaning towards Mike as being my number seven, but he had one, two, three, three games over 30 points, which is huge. But then he had a bunch of games where he was under 10 points too. So I think, I think Chris Godwin is going to be more consistent this year, which is going to result in more yards and more touchdowns, more points in general. Um, So Chris isn't got to be number six and Mike has to be number seven, just, talking that out loud with you right so if you're if you know if, if switching gears here a little bit tc if you're in another league you got an opportunity to pick up chris godwin or mike evans who would it be chris godwin chris godwin right right i agree with you um you know especially if you're in a you know if you're keeper league similar to ours uh chris godwin is only 24 years old i mean he appears to be the real deal i've been having having the season after he did he had nine touchdowns which which was very very impressive and he finished last year position ranking wise number two number two Uh, yeah so it like you said uh that top five can easily change especially coming from this guy uh but like we like we've talked about of course there's new uh, new guys coming on this team uh some patriot dudes uh, <laughs> so you know <laughs> we we had uh Tom Brady and got uh, uh Gronk returning I mean not returning but coming to the team and uh you know a little chemistry has to be built there but I do believe you know Tom Brady's been playing this game probably longer than you know some of us has lived yeah, so he I mean has. he he definitely knows how to play a game of football and connecting with his wide receivers yeah I think the 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 big question mark there is are the touchdowns going to be taken away from Chris Godwin or Mike Evans because Tom Brady goes to his old favorite Mr. Oh, yeah. Rob Gronkowski I mean, absolutely because like I said Chris Godwin had nine touchdowns last year and Mike Evans had eight and those two, you know, of course, by far the best wide receivers on that team, uh, but you know, and that was thrown to a different, you know, from a different quarterback. Uh, but you know, I do believe it's still going to be a pass-heavy offense, and uh, we'll see what you know the great Tom Brady can do. And of course, there's going to be some targets taken away from from the big Gronk, WWE champion. Uh, but these two wide receivers, man, they're definitely going to see their targets. Still, I believe. Yeah, Chris Godwin had 20 more receptions than Mike Evans, um, so. I think mm. I think Mike Evans is going to end up falling, and Godwin's going to go up a little higher, um, in my opinion, because, like you said, pass-heavy Brady, he loves those uh, short to medium-range throws. He's not a big bomb guy. Like, that's what brought Mike Evans into this position was because uh, Jameis Winston could just throw the ball and chuck it, 
and Mike Evans would be up and just go grab it, and he'd get huge yards off very little receptions. Right. Well, I agree with that. I mean, you had him. You had Chris Godwin, right, correct, number six. Yeah. And then uh, Mike Evans, number seven. Yes, number seven um, is Mike Evans. I have Mike Evans, number nine. Um, believe me, I, I, I do like Mike Evans. But like you said, um, I do see those numbers declining just a little bit from his great year uh, last year. Um, I just see those numbers going down just a little bit more. I don't think he'll hit eight, uh, eight touchdowns because um, I do believe – Chris Godwin will see more and maybe just a little bit. Gronk will see, uh, maybe he'll take a couple of those away. But Mike Evans still in my top 10. So a great quarterback to have and a great quarterback to keep if you're in our league, which he is a keeper, uh, you know, to the defending champion. But Mike Evans is definitely a guy to still have your target on. Um, he is not, he is my number nine. Um, my number seven TC is uh, Kenny Galladay. Uh, Kenny number Galladay. seven? Number seven, baby. Number seven. That's a stretch. Oh, stop it now. Kenny Galladay dude, had like a great Kenny year. Dude, dude, he had 11 touchdowns last year. He you did. can't have him outside your top which ten. Which is crazy. Which is cr- I didn't say outside the top ten, but it's crazy to have him at number seven, in my opinion. What is wrong with number seven? Nothing's wrong with it, but I have him at number nine. Oh, pff. what? Who's it? Oh, Jiminy Joseph. Kenny Galladay, man, he he I will just finish. Don't trust the He's, Lions, man. Well, yeah, well, I don't trust lots of these teams, but I mean, still believe you can't hide talent. Kenny Galladay had a breakout year. He'll continue to have good years in the, I mean, good uh, targets in the end zone. He's dude, top top seven by yeah, far. Definitely, definitely, he was definitely more consistent with with touchdowns, which is fantastic. But then I'm like. It's just hard because of the consistency factor. I'm seeing a, a 2.7 game, a 2.6 game, a 3.9 game, uh, a 5.9 game. But yeah, in the other, in the other, the games where he had touchdowns, he had great points. But there aren't a lot of games where he had high receptions. His highest receptions on the year was eight. After that, he didn't even have any seven reception games, and he had one, two, three games with six receptions. So he's just not getting the volume that. I think a number seven should get. Well, I mean, you got you to think about this too, TC, that, you know, Stafford missed half the year last year. Yeah, he did. So, you know, it, that could could have been the factor with that inconsistency there. Yeah. Um, this guy, I mean, Kenny Galladay's still very young. He's 26 years old. I like um, Kenny. I really do. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean, you throwing that freaking baseball and hit me in the face after I said Kenny Galladay is number seven. <laughs> <laughs> hey, like man, the mind blowing well, stat, you, you have number nine instead. Don't just look at it and let it hit you in the face. Oh man, I can't catch it all. But yeah. Kenny Galladay, number seven uh, on my list. You have him number nine. Yeah, he's uh, my number not, nine. Yeah, not too far away. So I guess you know, uh, not too much of a, a mind blowing uh, thing there. But uh, I mean, I do believe easily that he's top ten. Could easily sneak in. Uh, depending on quarterback, healthy wise, you know he could easily sneak in top five if he's. I like he's capable. Matt Stafford. If Matt Stafford, um, and he's one of the players that could be up for comeback player of the year. I'm I'm seeing, reading in some articles. If Matt Stafford can have, I don't know, just his year the way mm-hmm. that it could go. Like we've seen him play lights out. He's got a an arm. His arm talent is phenomenal. Um, if they can get things going, get clicking, um, I could see him going up there. But I also, this is my top 10, so it's my opinion, mm. and 
that's why I think he's my number nine is because, well, it, it is also about players that you like teams that you like your, your own ideas of what's going to happen. And I don't think that Detroit is going to play like with Kenny Galladay and Matt Stafford having the, both of them just having the best years that they've had so far. Right. Right. So I'm just right. worried about that. That's my question mark on that. But you're right. He is a very talented player, and I think he could crack crack top six at least. Yeah, high possibility. And it really depends on, like I said, the quarterback-wise, and, you know, if, if those can connect and stay healthy. Yeah, great that's, things a, big, can happen that's there. a big thing, healthy. And and you never know who's going get, to get the ACL tear this year. It always happens to somebody, you know. Yeah, the, yeah there's multiple things to think about this year with the ACA tell tear the you know the the covid tear yeah, you know COVID, any of those COVID's the biggest <laughs> covid's the biggest thing because honestly i was i was also reading some articles and you know they i was somebody brought a point up they said nfl might need to go into their own bubble you know and, and i yeah i can see that i can you know if there are like three different locations that they can set up and play these games or something or something like that um but we never know what's going to happen. And I feel like it's, it's already happened with MLB. Uh, the Marlins, I mean, they're in Florida, so I could see Tampa Bay, you know, catching the code. Right, I mean, or, going or off subject a little bit, it's, it's definitely working well for NBA right now instead yeah. of staying in the Orlando bubble. But the season was almost over in NBA. Yeah. So they're yeah. playing just a little bit of games and then going on with the playoffs. You know, they're, this They're be... stretching for that. Right, right. Um, all right, so moving on to our number eight on our list, TC, who do you got? I got Amari Cooper. Um, and Ooh. I, I like Amari. Um, you know, I'm not a huge Cowboys fan, mostly because I think Dak Prescott is overrated. Uh, mm. But I like Amari Cooper. He's he, Right when he got to, the, um, to Dallas, he just immediately was a game changer. Right. Um, he's just somebody that – Demands the respect of a number one. Um, he's he's played inside and outside of the game as a wide receiver who is a is a top dog, and his mental game's great. Like there's no there's no controversy around him. Like I kind of felt like there was just all this unknown with him while he was at, on the Raiders, but now I feel like he's really settled into his own. He just got himself a great deal. Um, they've got a great supporting cast. Uh, he's got something to prove to this new rookie wide receiver around him. And there's also Michael Gallup too, which could mm-hmm. be tough for him because he's got two great wide receivers behind him. That's, yeah. that's the only question mark behind, uh, which is why I have him at number eight. You know, some, some people would think that it would be a little bit higher. Yeah. I mean, TZ, I love, I love our list here. You know, not the exact same, but a little bit different. Uh, I have Cooper number 10. Now he finished exactly number 10 last year. Uh, another guy who had eight touchdowns last year, uh, great year. But like, like we said, my, Michael Gallup definitely did well last year. Uh, great wide receiver too on that Dallas team. And, uh, like you said, they 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 drafted a rookie who's who's going to steal some of that as well. But definitely still a guy, of course, that will have over a thousand yards. He will still be the number one uh, wide receiver there in Dallas. Uh, but they, you know, yeah, Gallup is going to get better. CD is pretty is pretty freaking good. So you know that you know got a little bit more uh, dangerous there, kind of like the Chiefs. Um, yeah. But that's why I think his numbers will decline just a little bit. 
Uh, those touchdowns will go down just a little bit, but the talent is still very high. I mean, he's 26 years old. The dude can play some football. He's still a wide receiver one or two. He is a keeper in our league. Um, which I'm sure, I mean, Connor talking to him, he's very happy to make that deal with Q. He thinks Q made a big mistake letting Cooper go, um, which, you know, that's a agree to disagree kind of situation, but Cooper is definitely a keeper in yeah, my eyes. He's a keeper eyes. for sure. Yeah. I, I think that Blunt should have traded Mike Evans instead of Amari Cooper. Right. But, but Quentin Blount is a loyalist. We know how he is with his players. He's not going to give anybody down that has been on his team for so long, but you in my in my opinion, sometimes you got to get rid of the guys before they start. You got to trade them while they're high. You know, trade them while while you can get the most out of them. Uh, right. I think he should have kept Amari because, like you said, Amari Amari's younger. He's got more time uh, with Mike Evans. Mike Evans isn't even the clear cut wide receiver one on that team anymore. Mm-hmm. But Coon yeah. Coon got a good deal. I like Coon uh, picking up Cooper. It was smart for him to go out and grab that guy. He got a little extra ammunition with his draft picks after trading me, Terry McLaurin. So, you know, I, I, I like Cooper. I think he's going to have a good year. I mean, yeah, like I said, I agree with you. I mean, I do believe he's no, he's 10th on my list. So, number eight, I have. Now, it might be a little bit of a stretch, but I'm do, putting on the rotation device. I don't care, TC. I have Mr. Juju Smith-Schuster on my number eight list. Now, it doesn't look like he's <laughs> even in your top ten. Right? No, he's not. Yeah. <laughs> but, he just didn't see, do anything, man. Well, come on, man. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me, TC. Listen to me. Listen to me. We I can't look at you. Of course. Yeah, I know. That's why I changed it to listen to me. You did not, by far, of course, did not have a good year last year. But I think we all know why. I don't have to rest my case. He freaking does didn't have Big Ben on the team. He had like five different quarterbacks the whole year. Uh, did not have a good year. But the year before. The reason why I have him so high, and I'm so high on Juju, he has Big Ben back. He's in the slot position now, his favorite position. I mean, he's going he's gonna to explode this year. In 2018, he had 1,400 yards, seven touchdowns. I mean, come on, man. He is a, he's going to definitely emerge to be a top 10 wide receiver again. Uh, he's still a keeper in our league if, if Scott ends up keeping him, which I do believe he'll be smart to do so. Uh, Juju is in the top 10 wide receivers. Uh, he His talent is still there. 23 years old, TC, and he's already had one great year. Um, I see him kind of like what you've already talked about with DeAndre Hopkins, you know, having a great year, bad year, now great year. And that year that he didn't do good, I mean, that's, you know, had a quarterback and He situation. can't do any worse than what he did last year, so of course that, it's going to go is, up. That is very true. Um, and um, also, big, big Ben's on the decline now, you know. he. No. Come on now. Come on now. He's, he's, <laughs> well, he's we've not, been saying that about some other quarterbacks. <clears throat> there are some other quarterbacks that are on the decline, you know? It's it's I got this mentality of out with the old and with the new and and I think that I I'm not you're not wrong when you said Juju can be a top ten talent. I do not think that he will be a top ten talent this year. So now, where do could, where do you have Juju on your list? Juju is like not... eleven twelve. Um eleven twelve. Yeah, he's he's right on the cusp. He's right on the cusp, but because of and that's because I know that he can play that well, but I do not think with with the situation around Pittsburgh that, that he will get there yet, you know. And when he had that huge year, he was also playing opposite Antonio Brown. Now, when you have Antonio Brown on the team, who's who's the main guy? Antonio Brown. 
Because then right. when you, when you have no pressure um, playing the slot position. He's got no pressure. He's a big guy. He's a fast guy. He can just go up and get it. And I think that led to him, that inflation of his numbers like it was. Um, I don't, he's, he's the number one. So everything's on him. Um, Big Ben didn't play much last year. So there's a question mark there for me. Also, they didn't really even have any kind of skill position players that were doing well last year. And I know when you had the quarterback carousel, like they had, that's hard to even, um, that's hard to get a rhythm going when you've got all that crap going on. Um, so there's, there's just all this, there's too many question marks for me to put him there over some other guys. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I definitely hear you. Um, you know, it, lots of people don't even have him on top 10 um, because of the big disappointing year he had, but I do believe that his, he'll take that huge step forward again and be a top 10 guy. Um, especially with Big Ben. I believe in Big Ben. I still believe that he's an excellent Drafting, quarterback. Drafting first have. quarterback overall. Do it. I don't know about that. <laughs> but, I mean, um, he's definitely a good option. I wouldn't, I wouldn't throw something at somebody. If he falls to if, you, that's, some, that's somebody you could take late round. I think he's like a, a QB2 option that you could pick up. Oh, yeah, for sure. for sure. All right, TC. Well, hey, that was our beautiful top 10 rankings. Um, so, what do you got uh, – a little bit beyond the top ten. Who who do you actually who do you have on your on your top breakout player? The guy that you think is going to break out this year and take that giant step forward. Breakout player. I think the biggest leap um, is going to be from a first to second year. And you've touched base on this that most players have their biggest leap from first to second year. And I think that this year it's going to be Cortland Sutton. Um, mm. I, I I really like what the Broncos are doing offensively. They've got some good weapons. They've got a young core. Um, and he had some really good games uh, last year. Now, he wasn't a, a high reception guy, but he made the most of what he had. He had 1,100 yards, six touchdowns, 72 receptions. And a, as a rookie, that's fantastic. Right. So I, right. I, I see him taking that extra step and I can see him getting double digit touchdowns and another thousand yard uh, reception or not thousand yard reception, thousand yard uh, season this year. So I, I think Cortland Sutton's going to be that guy that you got to keep your eye out. And- that is an interesting uh, pickup or choice TC. Cause you do have to think about again, all the add-ons that uh, Denver has added. You got Font, uh, the two rookies, and uh, Jared Judy and, and K.J. Hamler there. And, of course, the, the new addition in the backfield with Melvin Gordon. Uh, lots of guys, you know, that have added on to that offense. So it's going to be interesting to see how where they fall. And, of course, Cortland Sutton, like you said, had a great year. Uh, he took that giant step forward. He is 24 years old, and uh, he definitely put uh, his foot down in, in Denver to make him known as, as the best wide receiver on that team. I do think he's gonna he's gonna play a good impact there, and be interesting to see how those other guys fit in that offense, especially with that quarterback in in lock there. Um, see how those two will connect. Um, interesting choice, and he can definitely for sure. Uh, have a better year than last year. Yeah, I, I think with a good good surrounding cast, um, you've got you've got it's kind of like a, a little bit of a. I think they're an underwhelming kind of they're they're kind of underrated or they're after this 
upcoming season, you know, people are going to be like, oh, okay, the Broncos, they got a pretty decent offense. So I think he's going to lead the way there, and he's got a great supporting cast, and there's a good, uh, a good mantra behind their young core that they have. So do you think he can easily slip into your top 10 um, at the end of the year? I think he can break into the top 10, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking he's going to be my breakout because I think he's going to make the biggest uh, jump, I guess, based off where he's at right now, where we see him, at, where he's at right now. Right, right. I agree with you. I mean, lots of people have him, you know, typically in the top 20. I have him number 20 exactly on my list. Um, but, yeah, like you said, a guy that could definitely uh, jump in there and put up high numbers. For my guy, um, I have a guy who, who had a very good year, um, his, his second year, and I think he's going to he's gonna continue to take a huge step forward. I have A.J. Brown my breakout year, a breakout candidate. Now, of course, you know, of course, it could be a little bit obvious, uh, you know, with A.J. Brown having over 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns. I see him, you know, kind of like in a similar with Cortland Sutton. He, he definitely put a print down on that team saying, hey, I'm the number one wide receiver. Uh, Corey Davis, step aside. I mean, you're 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 lost cause. Uh, I'm definitely the number one dude, and we we saw that uh, great great year from here. The year before, he is gonna even break out and be one of the top wide receivers. Now, this could be a stretch, but I don't care, TC. He's gonna be a very very good player in the future. Um, probably one of the best wide receivers, and potentially. Um, in the future, I mean, he, he I just see a talent oozing out of him. And you can see that for sure at, towards the end of the year, uh, especially during playoff time. I mean, he was just a great guy to have on your team. And I was fortunate he saved my butt. Um, I think it was week 14, he saved my butt. He had two touchdowns. He gave me over like a 30, like 30 points, beating uh, Skinley McKinley uh, in that toilet bowl championship. But – uh, he is now on Jacob McKinley's team. He is a keeper. Um, and probably might be one, you know, towards the end of the keepers, uh, mainly because he's really banking on AJ Brown to have that breakout year. Yeah. He's looking, he's looking to take that step. Skinley also has a little bit of loyalties here with, um, you know, the Titans. And if this trade pays off for him, then, you know, he's not, he's not going to look back. I, I think it will pay off for him. I think he's going to be a future keeper. Somebody that you're, I mean, he's a keeper right now, technically, um, but mm-hmm. I think he's going to really prove himself. I do like him as well. And yeah, in those last six weeks, he had five touchdowns in six weeks and he only had one subpar performance. And, and that was week 13. Um, in the beginning of the year, there was, you know, just finding his rhythm, getting, you know, getting into that system, you know, with rookies getting into the NFL, they really have to adjust to that curve of what life is like. And that's something that I think it took him a little bit of time, but once he, once he figured it out after the bye week, he really was just settled in and he, he, he looked the part of a, a wide receiver one on an NFL team. So I, I like AJ Brown. I think that's a good pick rough. Yeah. I mean, for sure. I mean, even, even on different leagues, if you, you're going into a league that doesn't have any keepers, he's a great guy. You can snatch up 
uh, possibly in the fourth or fifth round to be a great pickup uh, addition to your wide receiver. I mean, like I said, I think he can end up being, you know, putting up wide receiver one numbers for sure by far. So, you know, be interesting to see what Tennessee does and how they use him. And, of course, the great Derrick Henry in the backfield. And we'll see how Tennessee does. But um, I have very high hopes for A.J. Brown. And, of course, I, I got rid of him. Um, for a draft picks, I'm, de- I'm in desperate need for draft picks, as we all know. <laughs> you um, but, desperate for draft picks? Come on. <laughs> yeah, I know that's silly, but um, I could have got a lot more from him. I do believe I still think I could got could have got a lot more from him, uh, but at least I got something. But, you greedy sob. Yeah, I know, I know. So who do you got uh, as a dud, TC? Who do you think is gonna take a big old poo poo in your wide receivers? My dud is gonna be Keenan Allen this year. Oh, um, I like Keenan Allen though. Like I just. You know, how old is he this year? He's 28. Um, he's 28. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's, he's coming normal, off yeah. of a 1,200-yard season, 104 receptions, which is great. You got it. You know, the more receptions, the better. Um, but I don't know. The Chargers, you know, they've got Tyrod as uh, as their slated number one. But then what, what Justin Herbert's their new uh, rookie quarterback they just picked up. Um, and it's just iffy. It, it, there's just yeah. a lot of uncertainties um, surrounding him. Um, so I, I think that he's not going to have a good a year as he had last year. I think he's going to drop kind of off a little bit. Also, I picked him because I see him beefing with uh, Mike Evans on Twitter, you know, talking about how so many people aren't better than he is and, and because he was ranked outside of them in the NFL top 100. And it's just like, Come on, man! Like, just just mm-hmm. do your part, play your game, and let your actions speak more than your your thumbs. You know, um, right? And I think that he's kind of, I don't know. I feel like he's kind of losing it a little bit because he's taking you know shots at people that there's no reason for. So there, there's a little mental aspect behind that that he might be like a little screw loose, or he's kind of either either he's gonna have a great year, or he's just gonna fall to the wayside. Um, yeah, you know, I mean. Heck, I mean, I don't disagree with with that pick. I mean, he is he is a keeper as of now, a keeper in our league. And with with Keenan Allen, I discussed a little bit. I think in the quarterback episode, uh, he in the first three weeks, man, he looked legit. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. it was like week one. Just looking at the numbers now, week one, twenty two points. Uh, week two, thirteen, and then week three, uh, thirty seven with two touchdowns. That's twenty I mean, interceptions in, in three games. That's, right, that's right. Fantastic. I mean, and he had great numbers. And then, like, right after that, he had six games straight without a touchdown and also under 10 points. Yeah. Uh, actually, seven weeks without a touchdown. But, I mean, he definitely, you know, slid down the mountain a little bit. And, you know, it, it, it's definitely a huge question mark with Tyrod Taylor, uh, it, you know, playing, you know, almost majority of his years uh, in San Diego. I mean, with the Chargers that, you know, that uh, with the great Phillip Rivers. Um, you know, having that change to Tyrod Taylor's definitely a concern. Something you have to think about when you're picking up Keenan Allen. Uh, um, it, it, it's definitely it's interesting to see what will happen. Uh, I'm I'm kind of on where you're at, TC. Um, hesitant drafting him in other leagues, possibly. Uh, it has to be later for me to feel confident and, and comfortable. And he's not somebody I'm going to reach for. He's somebody I'm hoping that slides to me. Right, and there you are, could there easily, are players, yeah. yeah, there are the players that you can, you can make a safe reach for, and then there are players that you just really want to slide to you and that you'll take. Um, right, and he, uh, I think yep. he's one of those. 
Yeah, and we'll see how what his connection is, his chemistry uh, with the Tyrod Taylor guy. So my with my dud, and I kind of discussed a little bit. He he was on my uh, top players to avoid list. I have Stefan Diggs as my dud. Um, as we all know, he you know he had a very good year uh, with Minnesota over you know, over eleven hundred yards, six touchdowns. You know, majority of that was when Adam Thielen was was out, so he was the dude. He was going to be the dude at Buffalo. Um, but I just think that you know, brand new team, brand new system. This guy is very hyped. Uh, he's he's going to be overdrafted in many many leagues because he is the dude now in Buffalo. I just think that he he's it's too much pressure on him, and I don't think I think people are just over. I mean, they're looking at him too highly to be drafted. And I think he's going to be overdrafted, and this guy that I don't think will score over. I mean, get over a thousand yards. Um, I mean, is this guy that I don't trust this year? Trying to stay away from. Obviously, that that's why he was on my players to avoid. I think he is a dud this year in the wide receivers. Yeah, I think Stephon Diggs has been kind of uh, a consistently overrated player. Um, mm-hmm. I, I feel like um, when Thielen had that, you know, a couple was it 2018 when he was just uh, just unbeatable. Um, Thielen was, and and I feel like people still had Diggs rated higher than Thielen and. And throughout the year, you just – you see him. And then I think, well, that big game in New Orleans when the miracle happened and it's something the Vikings fans are going to live <laughs> off of their whole life because they've got nothing else to live off of. Um, I, I just think that they see him there and that, like, he was some kind of talent that got him into the end zone on there when really it was a, a blown tackle, blown coverage. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree with you there. I think – I don't think – he's as high up as people. And I think that people might stretch for him and you, you really don't want to. Right. Right. So, I mean, real quick, TC, uh, there's lots of guys that we can, that I would love to talk about, um, you know, to, you know, harp on, but I'm just going to talk about, uh, we're going to talk about two more dudes and then we'll, then we'll close it off. But one guy who, uh, I think we discussed it a little bit in our mock draft. A guy who has been slipping a little bit, especially last year, had a very disappointing year. Um, was on a brand new team, which you know, majority of these wide receivers are. You know, well, lots of these wide receivers are on new teams, but this year, this is his second year on his new team. What? Where does Odell Beckham Jr. lay, or wh- where is he at on your list? You know, that's a tough one because. We know that the ceiling with Odell is is wide receiver. He could be t- he could be top three. He's that oh, yeah. good right. He's, as an individual. But he was he was playing out of his mind with Eli Manning, and you know everybody remembers the catch at uh, when they played Dallas that just ridiculous snag. And I mean that's what that's what got him that propelled him known. to yeah. start to star status. And he had a lot of good um, he had a lot of good games after that. And then all the crap happened behind the scenes, and he got traded, and and he there was a bunch of talk coming out of Cleveland that Cleveland was going to be so good. I bought into it. I'm going to be the first one to say I thought that the Mayfield and Odell Beckham connection was was legit, and it turned out that it wasn't. Now I don't know why that is. You know, you can look at stats for that. I'm not a really big on the stats guy, um, but. He just he's got to prove it before I can really give him anything. We, his 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 ceiling is high, but his floor is low. So 
If he if he can mm-hmm. just make the connection, get those balls, get get everything that comes his way, do his part, then you know I can see him easily finishing top twelve. Oh yeah, for like, sure. I mean, I, I can easily he's see him in the top twelve. Yeah, making easily see him in the top ten. I mean, let's let's be honest; he's still in his prime. Yeah, I mean, he's twenty seven years old. The uh, obviously the upside is still there. I mean, he's a guy who can who can go off any any time and day. Uh, I mean, it it's it's. People, you know, lots of people can say, oh, well, you know, the connection just wasn't there. The chemistry wasn't there with Baker this year. And that could be the case. Um, but we'll be, you know, it'd be interesting to see uh, how it is this year. Um, like I said, the first two games, he looked good. And that's when he, he was on my team the first two games of last year. And I was pretty confident, especially after that game, too. And then he just, he wasn't a factor in the majority the, of these games. It was the Jarvis Landry show after that. Exactly. Jarvis exactly. was eating up and, all the receptions, and and I think that Odell, you know, has this ego going in that he's he's the best receiver in the league, and you you got to have that mentality if you want to if you actually want to be that person, you got to think that you're that person before you can be that person, and it just it didn't happen, it didn't right. happen at all. I mean, he's a guy where you know he he's not he didn't fall in any of our top ten list, so two lists right here, TC, and he wasn't in our top ten, but. Yeah. He is a keeper in our league. Well, technically, I mean, he's he's someone's going to be keeping him. Do you agree with that? I mean, really, uh, of course, it depends on that's tough. their situation. Yeah. Um, but do you still think he's a keeper kind of guy? I think he's a keeper um, based off of if everybody in our league had the, the top players, top-rated players for keepers, I think he's keeper-worthy. But on the team that the per- like, if Keegan keeps him, I don't know if uh, if I'm Keegan and I keep him. You know, I think that you can you can possibly look for a trade for somebody who needs a keeper more than than Keegan does. But mm-hmm. but but this but it's hard to pick because of the ceiling because it's Odell Beckham Jr. Like, it there's just so much uncertainty here that I, I don't. I don't know. I can't. I can't answer that. with, well, with the surefire. Right. Yes. I mean, heck. I mean, if we look at a TC. I mean, a Q. Jeez, oh, Keegan. He has. Uh, he has the number one pick, or actually the the second pick. And of course, Jake McKinley. Uh, you know, lots of reports saying that he's he's going to be picking up that rookie, uh, Clyde Edwards. So he's pretty much Keegan's pretty much got the number one pick. So he's got Aaron Jones to choose from his last fourth Cooper uh, keeper spot, and then he's got Odell. So you know. Technically, Odell won't be a pick. You know, depending on what Rody chooses, mm-hmm. he's going to keep Aaron Jones, pick up Odell number one, or keep Odell and pick up Aaron Jones number one. So if he um, if if he keeps Odell, then I could see Skin going after Aaron Jones. <laughs> I mean, possibly. I don't see that happening. I think I'm pretty sure he's Skin has his rookie. eyes focused on that rookie. Uh, back-to-back picks. He's, he's trying one. to build his young core. So exactly, he's, he's I don't blame to, him. Um, it's a culture rebuild kind of thing. He, he, I mean, he, I mean, of course, this is a different situation going into the running back core. But I mean, he's got with Aaron Jones, he's got another uh, guy fighting for a spot. You know, if if he continue, if he doesn't do well. Yeah. But um, you know, in in our league, it's kind of a maybe. I think. Uh, a borderline keeper. I mean, his his upside, like you said, TC, his upside saves his bum. Yeah, um, I mean, really we all know what he can do. We all know the talent is there. He just has to open the door. It's a little. So. It's it's a little just gambling right here. 
you know. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Well, that's, you know, that is fantasy football sometimes. Uh, that's the beauty of it. Uh, next about beauty, going on to the, the next guy I wanted to talk about. Uh, so lots, <laughs> lots of headaches last year, uh, you know, mostly in the past. Lots of headaches on Mr. A.B., Antonio Brown. Uh, he announced again, of course, that he he is retiring. And then what? TC a couple days later, he said he wants to come back. Of course, he wants shocker, to come back. Shocker, there. He doesn't. He, um, he doesn't have any closure right now. And, and yeah, and I he, mean, there's the. Uh, yeah, I've been reading. There's, there, there's lots of hoops he has to to go through or jump through, and lots of tests that needs to be done. But he still wants to play now. If he is still playing, and TC a team gambles and and picks him up, uh, where does he lie on your list? He's somebody that we know can ball. Yeah. We know he's good. Um, but then there comes that, that mental state. Does he have the mental capacity to be the Antonio Brown that he once was? Probably and, not. And, and I don't see that. <laughs> at, like, I, I, There's more no's than yes in that instance for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, his, his outside life is just a freak show. He's got this kind of ego that he's he's not even like a human being anymore because he's just better than everybody and he doesn't and he just does the craziest things. He doesn't focus on just playing football and and just you know doing what he can to make his life better. And 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 I think that's where where he drops off for me. It's it's that mental aspect. Right. Right. I mean, it's like, it's, you know, you see, you see some reports about, you know, maybe the Seahawks looking at him and then, you know, other reports saying no one wants to see him. It's just, you know, it, it, it's coming to a time where you believe it when you see it. Um, you don't care about anything until it actually happens. And I do believe that, you know, if it does, someone's going to pick him up. Um, and someone in our league, of course, he's not just going to chill on the bench because he's still, He's still a guy that could be very, very helpful yeah, on your fantasy team. He's a late, a late slide. Like if if he slides to me in the late rounds, like I I would gladly pick him up just because. Yeah, I mean he he just turned rounds. right. He just turned thirty two yeah. a, a couple of weeks ago. So I mean he he's, he's got he's got a year off too. So he's got like fresh legs, right? Right, right. And I just think that you know if he falls to me in those last couple picks, those gamble dart throw picks, I would take him because the upside's too big not to take that gamble with those late round picks. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those things where, you know, of course Q uh, had him on his bench for a while after he got released by the Patriots and people made fun of him a lot uh, for keeping him on there. But I, it, that could easily happen again. Um, yeah. We never know with Antonio Brown, like you said, uh, a big a big question mark there, and that concerns a lot of people. All right, so TC, uh, what you got? You want to discuss any other players before we head out of here? No, Mister Ruff. I mean, there are a lot of good players we could sit here and talk all day about. Oh man, we could, but, yeah. But I could. I don't want to give you know. My, my drafting strategies away. <laughs> oh, for sure. I mean, for in, in my case, it doesn't really matter. 
Yeah. Um, I'll end up doing something stupid anyways. That's why I discuss all my strategies. But in your case, you have a very good chance of winning this year. Like we talked about, you have the best running back. You have the best wide receiver. Uh, you have, you know, a, a, another top five running back. And you have another guy that we didn't talk about today. I would love to talk about him, but we, we didn't. And DJ Moore, oh, I love a, DJ a possible right guy. Now. Another guy who I thought about uh, being our breakout candidate yeah he was my um, close second or third for sure yeah another guy who i you know i really am high hopes on he's going to take a huge step forward um even with without cam newton as quarterback i well, still I like think teddy. he i really do like teddy it's yeah I, I think he, he's still going to put up the numbers and have a great year and dj had a good year with uh, with kyle allen um kyle allen had a, a good couple first games yes and he yes slid backwards a little bit but but dj moore still had a great campaign last year so yeah, so like I said, there's lots of guys that we didn't talk about today <laughs> uh, in the wide receivers, but you know we'll have many episodes to go going before season starts. Well, hey, TC, like always, thank you so much for blessing us with your presence today. It has been a great wide receiver ranking day. Uh, of, of course, we're going to get you on there. We're going to get you on here before draft time. Draft time's approaching. Uh, oh, getting yeah. within, uh, I think we set a date, TC. It's um, 29th. Uh, yep, 29th of August should be an exciting day, and we'll go through more details when it comes to that in our league's draft. Uh, fun, fun stuff there. TC, any last words, my dude? Nope, I'm just going to say you guys better watch out because TC's coming in swinging this year, looking for oh, the boy. ship, going oh, hard and heavy, let's say it. <laughs> well, I hope so. I hope so. Well, hey. TC, thank you so much again. Uh, you have a great uh, rest of your day. And to everyone out there, thank you so much for listening. This has been the Flawcast Network. Take care.